in my mother tongue bangla golpo is a curious word it means story a noun and it also means conversation the verb i have grown up to the wonderful sound of golpo stories and conversations that have shaped me to be the storyteller that i am today in this brand new season of golpo stories from around the world me your storyteller rituparna will continue to bring you stories that have picked me yes stories pick me they really ask me to tell them they poke punch provoke and push me to tell them but before they do all of that they speak to me lighting up my mind and my heart in ways that only a very special story can do and in this podcast i bring to you some of those special stories these are just some of my stories hand picked and tucked in my story bag so i can tell them to you when the time is right are these stories for children or adults well they are for anyone who has a heart beating for stories and i really hope that this podcast helps you discover that inside you play this on your way to work to put your child to sleep to create a moment together as a family to share an idea with your team find a dose of inspiration creativity or a fresh perspective perhaps let these stories be your companion when you want some quality time with yourself like i said you will hear a story today and i hope it stays with you and lights up your heart and mind like the way these stories do for me the legend of guash brari the glacier hearted queen long ago when the world was young kashmir looked very different from what it is known today the mighty westarwan stood as the king of all mountains higher than the other hills below westarwan lifted his lofty head to touch the sky above during the summer months when the clouds wrapped themselves around his shoulders westarwan stood all alone surrounded by his growing pride and dignity so high was his pride that even when the clouds wafted away he continued to turn his gaze away from the beautiful valley at his feet harmuk nanga parbat and the other hills stood in the vast circle around westarwan like courtiers waiting on their king westarwan paid no heed to them and so when the summer clouds rested on the king as a royal robe the other hills spoke bitter envious and spiteful words for their king oh just look at him he knows he is way above us who made him king anyway only the beautiful guash brari remained cold and glistening with her silence washbari was full of herself her beauty her serenity her splendor filled her with a sense of pride and a vicious sense of superiority when the other hills grumbled in envy and wrath washbari gave them a contemptuous smile 
Why are you wrangling? Westerwan is proud of his greatness. But he is, after all, just another mountain. The stars in the sky make his crown. But his feet are here, just as all of us. He and us are made of the same stuff. There is more of it, that is all. Can't you see? He is full of himself. He behaves, he is the king, towering above us all, said the hills. Vashbrari let out a sinister laugh. Oh, you poor blind fools! The star-crowned Westerwan, for all his loftiness, is no king to me. For it is I who is his queen. Now it was the turn of the hills to laugh out loud, for everyone knew that Gwashbrari was the lowest of them all. Gwashbrari waited for their laughter to echo through the valley and die down. She waited for her turn to speak, and when she did, she said in a cold, passionless voice, Wait and watch. Before tomorrow's sunrise, great Westerwan shall be my slave. Once again, the mighty hills roared with scornful laughter. The glacier-hearted beauty continued to ignore them. Every once in a while, a slight avalanche from her sides let out a puff of white smoke. As she continued to dwell in her own beauty and charisma. As the day rolled by, the setting sun sent a cool breeze rippling through the valley. Gwashbrari's face flushed into life. Her beautiful slopes swelled with passion. Transformed, glorified, she radiated an enigmatic energy through the fast darkening night. Yes, third one noticed a rosy radiance coming from the east. He turned his gaze and, oh, Quash Rari's perfect beauty left him transfixed. His senses were awakened. He was curious and almost awestruck by this beauty who lay at his feet in a world that he despised so much. Who was she? Is she for real or a trick of his imagination? The sun sunk lower. Gwashbrari's face radiated in the orange sky, and it looked as if she blushed under Westerwan's gaze. Westerwan was consumed by passion, a longing for a union with his beauty. He could control himself no more. He burst out in passion. Oh, Gwashbrari, kiss me, or I will die. Westerwan's passionate cry echoed through the hills. A hush swept across the valley while the startled peaks waited in anticipation. Washbrari smiled in triumph. And yet, she blushed a little bit more. How can I, O great king? I am just a small hillock. How can I reach up to your star-crowned face? 
Oh, my king, you are way beyond my reach. Western one went wild with passion. He let out a louder cry. Oh, don't say that. I love you. Kiss me or I will die. The glacier-hearted beauty moaned softly. You love me? But you won't stoop for me, will you? Oh, I'm sure you won't bend your proud head to kiss my lips and seek the kiss that I cannot choose but give. Western one turned, lured by Gwash Brari's words. The monarch of the mountains forgot about the earth, the sky, the stars, the clouds. He stooped lower and closer, closer and lower to touch her radiant beauty. The sun dipped its head and with it the rosy blush faded from Kwashbrari's fair face, leaving it cold as ice. Pitiless as death. The stars gleamed in the pale sky as they watched the mighty Western One lay at Gwashbrari's feet, decrowned forever. And that is why the great Western One stretched his long length across the valley of Kashmir, resting his once lofty head at the feet of the glacier heart of Queen Gwashbrari. The legend of Gouache Brari has stayed with me for a little over two and a half years. I mean, I've had the story in my story bag, I've done an audio version of this story before, but I've never really performed it in front of a live audience. And I know when I will, and if ever I, I perform the story in front of a live audience, uh, the performative piece will have to be pitched very, very cleverly. At the face of it, the legend of Gouache Brari is a story about pride, it's a story about hubris, it's a story about competition, it is a story about survival, it's a story about deception, it's a story about surrender, it is a story about trust, it is a story about being misguided or being hoodwinked, it's a story about two genders, two opposite people, it's a story about the powerful and the not so powerful. It's a story about the leader and the challenger. It is a story about those who are much higher than where we stand and yet those who feel that they are no less than the ones who are rising above. It's a story with so many intricate details that I feel the story, if told well to the right audience, can trigger a lot of conversations. I imagine the story to be told in a class of um, young adults where boys and girls fall in love, where teenagers have the first brush of love, romance, of acceptance, of rejection, of feeling better off than the other or feeling not so good about where they are in the scheme of things, in the scheme of life. I can imagine this be a conversation starter between being a boy, between being a man, between being a woman or a girl. It is about understanding what makes one stand out, 
who is better off the two genders. I can imagine this story triggering conversations around intergenerational conflict. Take away the connotations of love, take away the connotations of being this higher mountain and being the lower mountain and you add about what it means to be the older person in the house, the one who makes decision and the young one who's challenging the older one for what they think is right or wrong and what happens when the two are conflicted. I can think of the story within an organization of superiors and subordinates and about peers and about competition, about rivalry about how you really make your place known, how you rise between the ranks, how you challenge someone who is way above you in the hierarchy of an organization. The legend of Guashbrari, the glacier-hearted queen, is at the heart of it a love story. It's a story about trust, deception. It's a story about, about competition and rivalry. It's a story about acceptance and it's a story about rejection. It's a story about superiority and inferiority. You can make the story whatever you like, no matter where you are. Use the story well and tell me if it really triggered conversations and stories. sign off just a reminder i've just gotten back to podcasting so please be kind with me. it's a new format a new flavor a new intent play it out in your car share it with your colleague share it with a friend share it with your family every click every play helps me put the next episode in place Thank you for listening. Golpo Stories from Around the World is a podcast of stories that spark conversations. You will find a bunch of traditional tales in here, retold and bridged with the world that we live in today. A story grows only when it is told. So go ahead and share these stories in the classroom, in the boardroom or in your living room. And come back to me and tell me what did everyone say? If you like my stories and want to support this podcast, then you may want to gift a story, a little contribution to make storytelling sustainable for you, me and others. To know more about my work, you can look up www.yourstorybag.com. I have a weekly newsletter. Follow the sound of my stories with the hashtag storytellingwithrituparna. You can connect with me on social media. The links are in the show notes below. Until the next story, happy storytelling. Oh, 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 oh,